0: You are listening to the Break the Business Podcast. I'm Ryan Carella, and it is a pleasure to have you here this week. I know it's been tough out there, musicians. I know that every day is a slog, and you're just trying to get through it, and we're trying to bring you as much great information as we can to help you during the pandemic. But I think it's also important that we make you laugh and we keep your spirits up, too. And in that regard, I am happy to announce I am joined by my co-host, Dave. How's it going, Dave?
1: It is going quarantine. <laughs> oh, God. Hey, I, everybody. I miss you so much, Dave. I've missed you, too. You know, because I haven't been on the show, that means you've kept me in a closet uh, Tupperware for about two years. So it's nice to get out, stretch my legs, get some air, hopefully some food and water, and see my family again. <laughs> uh, oh, wait. I can't.
0: <laughs> so... I'm I we're giving the musicians a lot of great information every week to, to help us move through this pandemic. You wouldn't know because I don't think you listen to any podcasts that you're not in
1: Dave, but that's (laughs) mainly true. But like, what, what what information are you, are you given? Okay. So remember how we were saying book gigs. Okay. Don't book gigs. (laughs) That's right. So, and and that's pretty much it. Everyone just go home and work on your chord progressions and then that's it. (laughs) Uh,
0: Well, there's live streaming of course. And Next, or and last week, we had Kevin Bruner on the podcast who talked to us about how to get started in live streaming. So, we're all sort of adopting to this new world. But the reason why we wanted to have you on this week, Dave, is because you always make us laugh. And I think it's good to just take a break this week and just share some laughs and talk some pop culture with you. And I can tell you, longtime listeners of the show, they miss you, Dave. They talk to me all the time about. Uh, you know, how great the episodes were when you're on it and you're making us laugh. So I'm giving the people what they want, which is less me and a lot more you.
1: You mean back when there was a world? That's right. In the before time. In the before times, when there was a government in America and people and society walked free. Now no such thing happens. Now it's Mad Max Fury Road. That's right.
0: (laughs) Um, And in that regard, Dave, I wanted to play this clip from you. Okay.
1: Yes, this is something that yes. I have not heard. Apparently, this
0: is something I've not heard, and I just I want to play it for you and give you your genuine reaction because one of okay. the things I've thought a lot about is that with the pandemic going on and just all the you know the fact that most of the news is coming from the federal government from the governors, it seems like there's not really as much of a role for local news lately because there's right. just, I mean there's not people okay. in the streets, so how can you make local news? Well, a True. Cleveland local news station, the Fox affiliate in Cleveland, has created a new local news segment that I think makes local news more important than ever because they're providing a valuable service that people need to know right now. So let me just play this quick clip for you.
1: All right. It's time now for a a new daily feature
0: here on Fox 8 News in the morning. And and I needed this earlier today.
1: He did. What day is it with Todd (laughs) Meany? Wednesday.
0: <laughs> and they say local news isn't important anymore.
1: That's, that's really good. That's really clever. It actually almost seems like a family guy hit or something. Um, no, but that's totally true, though. I have, like, time has lost most of its meaning, especially when work, because I'm probably like you and most of the listeners worldwide. Uh, work from home. I have been now for, I, I think, since say the second week of March. Yeah. Um, and now my wife has also worked from home. So I mean, the dog, he's 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 happy. Couldn't be that happy, uh, We're sure. both here. I mean, it's going to be almost impossible for him to go back to regular life one day when we have to leave. But I no, I, I I totally forget what day it is. Absolutely. Yeah. Oh, I, good- yeah,
0: I'm forgetting. I'm forgetting what day it is. Like, and I'm 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 often overshooting days too. Like when I think, God, it must be Thursday by now, and then I look at the calendar and it's like Monday
1: afternoon. <laughs> you think it's Thursday. Turns out it's two Tuesdays ago. Oh yes, exactly. Yeah. Right. <laughs> it's
0: no, like the, it's dragging. The, the world
1: has gone to absolute shit. <laughs> um, in we here in the United States are. Not really doing that great because well, Ryan, as you know, listen, it's it's 2020. So remember, science and medicine these are pro, uh, products of witchcraft, uh, of heresy. That's right. Uh, that should be punished in all forms, burned at the stake. Doctors, remember, don't we don't want, we don't want to listen to doctors, folks? Because why would they know anything, right? Because it's, again, it's it's 1140, right? It's 1140. It's 1140 AD. That's Right, there's giant metal birds in the sky and I don't know how they got there. (laughs) You're almost almost descending into
0: an unfrozen caveman lawyer thing a little bit.
1: Right now, I can't see you in the room and your voice is coming somewhere and it scares me. (laughs) Okay, there's some sort of demon here. Okay, it's not cool. Okay, I I, I don't understand this, Ryan. All right? (laughs) My teeth, they're way too good you know what is all this stuff this is all witchcraft and wizardry folks remember folks at the end of the day the enlightenment period eh, what did it really get us take it or leave it yeah didn't really get us anything. there anyway, uh no please w- listen to your health professionals and your local governments i'd say especially if you're in the united states listen to your local governments not the federal government that's my own little personal psa if you want to live yeah. <laughs> So. But no, dude, that that that's hilarious. That comes from Cleveland. That's funny. But that funny. Um, I'll tell you the one because I think like I've been doing and probably you've been doing is just a heck of a lot of plopping your ass on the couch and watching Netflix and TV. That's right. And I don't know, Ryan, if you or the listeners have heard of this little show called The Tiger King. Oh boy! Okay. Oh my g! Ryan, Joe Exotic, holy crap! How did we not know this human being existed before this? I almost feel as if Netflix created coronavirus to simply have everyone in their homes watching this docu-series and talking about it.
0: It's absolutely glorious. And if you were to tell me the story of Tiger King, by the way, I'm I'm only about three episodes in, so please no spoilers toward the end, but I have enough of it that I, I pretty much have a lot of the basic gist of it. But For those of you who haven't seen Tiger King yet, if I told you the story of it (laughs) and I proposed, if I I pitched it at like a Hollywood pitch meeting as a concept for a movie, all these studio suits in the room would say, that's completely stupid and unrealistic. Nobody's going to believe this as a story. We're not making
1: your movie. Mm -hmm. But this is a documentary. Like, this stuff's happening. This is a documentary, and almost like the quick pitch of it is, the most normal person in the seven part series and it's seven parts it's totally worth your time they're like 45 minutes each so trust me it's not like a long slog and it's entertaining as all hell the most normal person in this is a convicted drug lord in Miami that was the prototype for scarface yes that's the most normal person yes so once you're you're armed with that information, Please go watch it and enjoy yourself. The,
0: the guy who may have ordered the murdering of federal agents, and the only reason he did not serve his entire life behind the bars is that he managed to get off on some weird technicality on appeal. Yeah, he didn't do it.
1: I, I, I loved his defense. Well, yeah, I was there. I wasn't going to, what am I going to do? I they say I wasn't there? Like, yeah, they knew I was there. So, yeah, whatever. <laughs> I was there when they were chopping the guy up. If you've seen Scarface and you think, Tony Montana and, and Al Pacino's performance, like well, that, seems a bit over the top. That's now nothing. That's, that's a, now a baseline normal. Okay, that's just that's just a. He's dude. the voice of reason. <laughs> yes, in this completely insane
0: docu series about Either people fourth. who keep tigers in their properties.
1: Mm-hmm. It's you, you think it's one thing, it turns out to be absolutely glorious mess of something else. Um, I personally I'm in Tampa, Florida now, and actually kind of close by one of the characters in here, goddamn Carol Baskin.
0: Carol Baskin. Um,
1: but I oh my god, everyone out there, you totally should watch it. And if if you're listening from in the United States, it's a lot of people that you think like, oh, this should be exclusively in Florida, made up entirely of like Florida men, Florida men, like that thing. It's like, oh no, no, no. It, but you have Florida, but also you have like middle of nowhere, Oklahoma too. So that's like also essentially I guess the same thing. And some weird South Carolinians. So, um, it's, it's tigers, it's cults, it's murder, it's arson, it's weird, weirdly progressive sexual politics. Also, in the middle of all this, surprisingly
0: sex positive,
1: <laughs> yeah. Um, but also still weird, and even some shitty cover up tattoos you can tell were swastikas that were not are now not. Is that so? Right? Yeah, yeah. Holy one one of Joe's, like, you know, meth mouth husband. You can uh, see some of the designs. It's like, oh, that's that's kind of Hitlery. I guess he's reformed. And I mean,
0: just how right now in this pandemic, you know, the we we often think a lot about, you know, employers being loyal to employees and vice versa. And of course. I think Tiger King shows us the perhaps most loyal employee that's ever existed, which is the person who got their arm <laughs> torn off by a tiger.
1: It was back at work in 3 days.
0: And back at work in 3 days because because the like the the media was starting to swarm around and this uh-huh. person had a choice of either getting reconstructive surgery which would give their hand full function again, but would require them to stay in the hospital or get it amputated and they chose amputation so that they would not create more bad press for their bosses. Uh-huh company that's the kind
1: of employee i want in any business i'm starting or the guy with usually like the long blonde hair and the sunglasses that was pouring gasoline <laughs> from one tank to a bigger tank with a lit cigarette in his mouth oh <laughs> that guy was priceless oh. and i mean so you, you all have to watch it this yeah. is totally worth your time seven episodes so that's basically like half a day right there. That's a few evenings for you. Watch it with your loved ones. Hold hold them close, though. And if they ever say, hey, honey, I'm thinking of volunteering at a big cat place, <laughs> you lock them up. You yes. stop that. You you put a lid on that before it goes too far. Yeah. You're also telling me, Dave, that you have gotten
0: back, you, you're rewatching the Avengers movies, like all the, the whole MCU.
1: Yes. The franchise. MCU, yes, which started back in 2000, 2008, right? Or <laughs> how, 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 what is it like two double not eight? you know? Um, <laughs> oh, I, I don't know if it's I uh, I don't know if, I don't know if you use not now,
0: but now that we're in 2020, I believe the Simpsons tells us that we're allowed to start using the word dickety in all of our years. So yeah, starting next two- year, we'll be in 20 Dickity one
1: okay yeah my <laughs> grandpa simpson yeah. yeah back in 2008 before disney purchased marvel which was the style at the time um, <laughs> inside joke <joking>. um <laughs> uh, no yeah so my wife has never really seen the marvel movies so we got disney plus and they're obviously all on there every last one. so hey let's watch them And the impetus was, because now she also, we're watching Parks and Rec, and since she likes Chris Pratt, we actually, and we did this out of order, we watched the first two Guardians movies, she liked them, because I'm like, okay, I gotta see if this is gonna work, because she's, I've never taken her to see one of these movies in the theaters, let's see, she liked the Guardians movies, like, okay, let's, do you wanna now go back all the way to the beginning for Iron Man, and, yep, so, I, I skipped, we skipped watching The Incredible Hulk, the ed norton incredible hulk cuz i felt it really had absolutely zero to do with anything that's there's fair. really no point to it at at this, at this juncture like 22 movies in ed norton incredible hulk doesn't even need to be there honestly it, it provides nothing you
0: can just have her watch the final post credit cutscene, which i think is the only well, thing
1: that's important yeah the only thing that ties it in is just tony stark going to general ross it's like i hear you got a problem you should talk um you know <laughs> Um, and I, I realized I did the voice because you and I are seeing each other in zoo, but no one else is. Um, but no, yeah. So it's I'm like, you know what? Eh, whatever. We don't need to see it. Liv Tyler. She's the same in every single movie she ever does. You know, whether she's an elf or just whatever or Armageddon. It's just it's just Liv Tyler, really. Um, but you <laughs> wouldn't call her so, character actress. <laughs> But no 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 so we 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 did uh Iron Man we did uh Thor Iron Man 2 Captain America First Avenger uh Avengers Iron Man 3 so today once I get off this we're going to be watching Thor Dark World mm-hmm.
0: So awesome. it is
1: it is interesting um it, the I totally forgot there's no mid-credit sequences in these early Marvel movies. It's just at the end. Oh, that's right. That, that was kind of a later innovation. Yeah, the and MCU. I also totally forgot, it's paramount in the beginning. It's not, it's not, it's not Disney. It's pre-the it's pre Disneyfication of the universe. Oh, right. Yeah. So oh. um, it is interesting to kind of go back and see the origin stories, to see like Thor, especially Thor, because he was started out so Shakespearean and very like, you know, it's like, oh, my brother, you have broken this, my heart, with your foul treachery. <laughs> <laughs> Father the sorrow knows no bounds. Anyway, um, you know, like they colored his beard, you know, it, like his eyebrows were weird. It's just like the, the hair and makeup people, like they were really making like a comic book choice. Oh. And, you know, fat flash forward to now where it's just like, okay, you're Chris Hemsworth and we're funny now or cool. It's It, it was nice, thank God, that they evolved that character. Before the but, Imagineers um, she, got it. She, she's to... actually enjoying it. She, she wants to keep going. It's like, oh, shit, okay, we, we got 15 more of these things to go. Well,
0: by the way, I feel like your, your way of getting her into the MCU was expertly done. Because I think if you have somebody who you don't know if they're going to like Marvel, but you want to kind of get them in and get them started with good momentum. I think you go with guardians of the galaxy first. I mean, one, because as you said, she's a big Chris Pratt fan, but other than that, like you can, you can enjoy the guardians of the galaxy just separate and apart from all the whole, all the other Marvel characters. So they
1: are self-contained, right? And
0: it's not as much a superhero movie as it is a space opera, Mm -hmm. And so if if you have any sort of Star Trek, Star Wars, or just, you know, hero's journey kind of movies, you're going to be into Guardians of the Galaxy, even if Iron Man and all those other movies don't do it for you. So I think Mm -hmm. that was well done on your part. I think if you had started with Iron Man or, you know, God forbid, if you started with Hulk or something, you might not have had as good of a beginning (laughs) to it, but, you know... Clearly, you got what you got going on here. Oh, I wanted to say this because I've been I've been re- reminding myself to say this to you next time I saw you, right? Uh, and and you were speaking about your wife earlier. Your wife can paint, man.
1: Oh, yeah, she's yeah, yeah. an she artist. She is very multi talented. Pretty much, almost everything she touches turns to gold. Um, yeah. Except you,
0: you me, posted, um, you posted some paintings of hers on, I think it was Facebook or Twitter. I was like, I did not know this yeah. about your
1: wife. Yeah. She painted uh, off a photo I took in Yosemite Valley back in 20 15. Um, <laughs> and, uh, and it was a pretty faithful recreation. It was like mind-blowingly good. It was, it was it, like, it, it, it was basically like Bob Ross, essentially. That's what it was. Um, and that's actually part of the things that we've done, uh, to sort of keep, um, sane and like having like date night and everything. Cause we're obviously, we're we're trapped inside pretty much. Uh, cause mainly our date nights have been, we get in the car, we go to the car wash, you know, wait, wait. Get...
0: <laughs> your date night is like taking your car through the car wash.
1: Yes. Well, <laughs> cause you know, it's also allergy season and pollens everywhere, which was remember fun back in the beginning of March where everyone's coughing and sneezing because it's flu season normally and allergies are crazy. And now it's, are you, what kind of cough is that? Is that a COVID cough? Get away from me. Get away. <laughs> um, yes. So, you know, we go get a car wash, you know, de- depending on, you know, Hey, if, it's, if you want to have a nice, you know, really special night, you know, you get the deluxe wash. Happy anniversary, know. baby. Yeah, <laughs> you got the armor on all the tires. So, um, well, what kind
0: of what kind of car wash is this? Is this the stay-in-your-car car wash, or is this like the Walter White's Breaking Bad car wash where you get out and they, like, scrub everything and you walk uh, through the I'm tunnel? staying in the car.
1: I'm not getting out of the car and no one's touching the damn car. Okay. okay? No, no, no. That no. is it's, much safer
0: right now. Hashtag covid Yeah, 90. yeah. It's,
1: it's a Shell Station uh, car wash. It is one of those, yeah. Um, and then also going to Publix, which today when we did Publix was the first time we – Took out our N ninety five masks and blue gloves. And Ryan, are you familiar with Instacart's Yes. It's
0: kept us alive. <laughs> oh, do you use Instacart? Um, some variation on it.
1: So, so that's some, thing, somebody right? somebody's they,
0: like doing grocery delivery.
1: They do grocery and part of the reason why I guess they do it right is they tell you like, oh, this is safer that way. You don't have to worry about uh getting out and, and going and touching things, correct? That's correct. You're not gonna ruin Instacart for me, are you? Are, are they charging a premium? We actually haven't talked about this. I'm telling you this right now, live on air. Are, have you, are, they, are they charging more than they did before?
0: I don't know if they're charging more. Uh this is this is not gonna be like positive about gender roles or everything, but my wife does the instacarting in our household.
1: Okay. So, so I don't know how much it costs. Publix, I probably don't want there's to. There's a guy in his green Instacart shirt, very clearly, you know, he's on the clock. So why else would you be wearing it? And he's shopping around, looking at his phone, getting into stuff on someone's list. No mask, no gloves, no protective gear of any kind. He's just shopping around, just like you know, any just like anyone else. It might as well have been that person just grocery shopping.
0: Well, look, given my druthers, Dave, I would obviously prefer that my Instacart person wear that hazmat suit that Dustin Hoffman uh, wears in Outbreak. <laughs> Or perhaps mm-hmm. just a full on astronaut suit walking down the aisles, but I understand that I can't, you know, I can't be too demanding of the world right now. And I mean, I am really weird. Like when all the groceries come in, like I get the Lysol spray out mm-hmm. and I just I spray all the bags. It I don't think it's actually helping at all.
1: I don't think <laughs> but so. Either.
0: It it gives me a little thing I like to call peace
1: of mind, Dave. I mean, we got plenty I got plenty of Lysol, I got plenty of the disinfecting wipes. Um, the one thing that I have not been able to find is toilet paper. So thank God I always believed in buying big packs. So I already kind of had some anyway, but I'm just now counting down, I think is the timeline of when it's actually going to be a problem, probably next month (laughs) or something.
0: Are you doing projections? I'm (laughs) doing
1: projections. Yes. I'm, I'm doing projections.
0: Like on on one chart, you have like the, all the COVID-19 cases and then like another chart is like, you know, expected, and, and really, I I feel like for you, the, the toilet paper chart and the COVID-19 chart are the same chart, except for the toilet paper chart, you just turn it upside down.
1: Exactly. Yes. <laughs> like we're looking yes. at an exponential drop mm-hmm. over time. Well, especially if, you know, people aren't social distancing or, or not listening or doing anything and being idiots about it, which I see a lot of people are, especially as we get into... Um, like Easter season, and it's normally a time for church. Oh, that's, I don't think I told you about this. Uh, Ash Wednesday. So, I guess three weeks ago, before this, this shit really hit the fan here, because I'm, I'm Catholic, I was at serv- Ash, Ash Wednesday service with my wife. And the woman next to me was very, was very Larry David, curbier enthusiasm thing. Um, she ends up coughing in both hands she does both hands over her mouth to cough oh my all up there. and i kind of and so obviously you know we haven't really there's been no restrictions yet at that point nothing going on but still i clock it and because she's right next to me and i think okay she coughed into both hands not even one hand <laughs> not even one hand or the elbow just in both both hands over the mouth like she coughed into both yeah and it wasn't like a choke cough or something no, no it was a cough so i'm like okay because I, I know we're ten minutes away from peace, so we'll so we'll see what's we'll see what what's we'll what, 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 what yeah. happens here. So, so wait, wait, for the
0: non-Catholics, you might can you describe what peace is? Because I think that's going to be important to this story.
1: It's well, you know, when the priest gets to the before the Eucharist, uh, it's passed out for communion. You know, by peace I give you peace. May the, the peace of the Lord be with you uh, and everyone also with you. Lift up your hearts, lift up in peace. Let us now. Uh, give the joy of peace to everyone. And then that's when everyone kind of turns to your immediate vicinity and you give each other a sign of peace, whether it's like a kiss on a cheek or usually of your um, you family hands, members hug, and like you shake hands. You're shaking hands with like pretty much everyone around you yeah. in your immediate vicinity of the pew. And, you know, kiss Sarah. And then I turn to the woman because she's right next to me, oh and I have, and, I, and again, so for everyone at home, I have my hands in my sort of default church house of worship pose. My hands in front of me, kind of like at my belly, you know, kind of like in that in that pose, be grabbing like one wrist, you know, you just have it like that sort of pose, um, hands together, and the woman extends her hands oh no no so i'm just kind of like i just keep my hands locked down and i just nod and say peace be with you (laughs) now then i also make sure i do that for everyone around me everyone gets a head nod and my hands are firmly down at my side i am not moving i am nothing jesus himself could have come back and like, Hey bro, peace be with you. Like, sorry, man. Okay. Not a shaker. Yeah. You know, you can come back. All right. I can't, So, <laughs> you know, you got that down pat. Me not so much. Um, <laughs> anyway, <laughs> so, but then I'm, I'm, I'm like thinking in like in my head, because then I was even thinking, like, all right, what if the, what if she says something? Like, what if she says something? Because it's possible, she could say something, and I'll be like, you coughed. I saw you cough. And, but it's a thing. She like she had no no awareness, or she thought like, oh, I'm so smooth. I coughed. I'm not. I'm not shaking your hand. No, no, I'm not shaking your hand. Right. Oh my god. And this was before all this. But again, anyway, so here in Central Florida, which you can kind of say is as part of the Bible Belt, there's still talk of people like, oh well, screw that, damn it, we're gonna have our services. Yeah. It's like okay, you know what. You do that guys. You do you. Just stay away from the rest of us and just see how that works out for you. Oh my god. <laughs> you,
0: that was so gracious of you in that moment. Like I I I commend you for being so cool in that moment. Like if it were me and you know she extends her hand out, I would have just like screamed audibly in the in the hustings. <laughs> and <laughs> and you I mean, I think you handled it well where you went, okay, I had to keep my hands on my side and now everybody else, I'm going to do the same thing to all them so that she doesn't think I'm a jerk uh-huh. just to her. I'm just an antisocial guy who doesn't shake hands with anybody. It's just who, I, like, well, well done all around.
1: Uh-huh. So Dave. Well, that's, I guess that's kind of true too. Yeah. Also, well, and, and I guess technically, I guess, obviously we're all affected, but the one thing that's really affected me is I was looking forward to in May Going to Daytona for a weekend for Welcome to Rockville because Ryan Metallica was playing. Shoot, there you go. I heard you go. Two Sorry. out of three nights. It's 9, been a long time. Shows nine and ten for me and canceled. Oh. now thank God it's canceled because actually the people that were putting on that festival, their first press release was like, "Oh, we're, we think this is way too overblown, media hype, and all that." and um and um you know only a government order will keep us from like putting on this festival you know we're here and i'm, and I'm thinking so like 20 30,000 people all together this isn't causing anyone pause we're just you know we're on this hoax train okay guys luckily thank god they they canceled it and you know i put in for a refund but it's still obviously it's a bummer that you know everything is canceled. Everything is canceled. Yeah. You know, that's it. There's no more, there are no events. I don't even know when the next event is ever, but (laughs) it's probably if if it's some kids like bar mitzvah, that's going to be like a bar mitzvah attended by 50,000 people. It's just like, can we go? It's an event. Can we go? (laughs) The only public
0: events that seem to be taking place and, And 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 by the way, these are public events that you still can't even physically attend. They're just on television. I think MMA might still be doing some stuff later, and you have WWE wrestling. Which it just seems
1: insane without a crowd. They make it work. And how does it work? Cause part of it's insulting the intelligence of the city you're in.
0: Yeah. Like, you know, the, the whole bit where you get out there and it's like, everybody knows that all the stupid people are from Topeka. And then everybody yeah. goes, boo. Like you can't do like Yeah. It's a bad time for wrestling heels. We can just say that right now. Like the, the real people that are going through the toughest time right now are not the indie artists who are seeing their gigs go away. And it's not the medical first responders who are working more hours than ever. It's the wrestling heels, because they can't make fun of the town they're in anymore. Let's just all just, you know, pour one out for them.
1: (laughs) It it must be getting very close to Olympic wrestling, because there's no crowd to play off. You can't get distracted now. There's like no one looking. You can't look look out the ropes into something. I mean, it's just, you're just wrestling, which I guess, I I, I don't know. I haven't watched wrestling in many years, since 19 99 um, you can't use dignity for every year. It's all... Of course, I dignity can. <laughs> <laughs> right. Uh,
0: I haven't seen any wrestling in in yeah since since probably since I was a kid, just like you. And I feel like it's changed a lot. Like when when I've seen like when I've seen clips of wrestling today, it seems like there's a lot more plot around it now. There's more dialogue. There's a lot of stuff, more stuff that happens off screen. Like there's more plot around it. When when you mm-hmm. and I were growing up. It was just people fighting. And at least half of the matches weren't against, like, this is my favorite thing about 90s wrestling. It's about half the matches, it wasn't always like big famous wrestler against big famous wrestler. Sometimes it was big famous wrestler against like nondescript nobody. And obviously, nondescript nobody was going to lose. Mm-hmm. Was, in this corner, we have The Undertaker. In this corner, we have Rick Johnson. <laughs> it's just like some dude with a
1: mustache and like red huh. trunks, like I'm Rick. And like, you know, that guy's getting killed. Well, oh, but like that's right. That's how the rock started. He was just Rocky my via and playing black trunks. Is that right? Yes. Wow. That's, that's how we got started yet. Yeah. Um, what was I going to say? Shoot. Um, <laughs> this is, I haven't done this in so long. And also there's just, there's literally nothing happening. Um, oh, but Metallica does do uh, on Mondays, a stream shows from the last uh, world tour. They've been streaming shows. So that's pretty cool. So you can just, like, watch them on, on like, their YouTube channel, which is nice. So you technically can get a fix, but obviously you're not, like, in there with a crowd, which, you know, is a bummer, of course. But um, we we also, we had to cancel flight. We had a a trip up uh, to North Carolina this this month. Yeah, this month? Yeah, this is April. Yeah, this is April. Um, We made it, finally. Yeah. Uh, And cancel that, you know, the flights and everything even though I know like there's no one on planes anymore, you know, most of my wife works for a healthcare facility where if she got on a plane, she would have to be 2 weeks quarantine no matter what. Like and that's like their own personal time off. These these hospitals are not messing around. Shout out to all the healthcare workers out there. Amen. Yeah, um but it's so funny. I'm I think I see, actually, I do follow some of the people from this show still. And I don't think like Zach Sloan is doing streaming shows. Mm -hmm. Zach, uh, he's always a good, he's a good dude, folks. Zach, Z-A-K underscore S-L-O-A-N. I believe I have that right, Zach, for your Twitter. I I I apologize profusely. I've dubbed him the nicest
0: follow on Twitter.
1: Yes. Yeah, I, I was right. Zach underscore Sloan. Also, James Wilson at my random jukebox. Good guys, good guys. They, they're the only two that really, out of all of you, have kept up with me. I, the rest of you are dead to me. Oh no! <laughs> no, no, that's that's right. Hey man, man, we start this. We started this show in our twenties. Oh,
0: oh, why'd you do that to me?
1: We oh, started the show. So we were much. both twenty-some odd year old, twenty dickety year old uh, guys, not married. With, you know, no dogs. Fast forward, we're both married with dogs. Doing this show
0: in the cabana of my parents' house when we first started.
1: Yes. that's That was fun with no air conditioning.
0: I, I would tell listeners to go back and listen to oh, some don't. of those old episodes to hear yeah. how things started. But for love of God, please don't go back and listen <laughs> to those episodes of how everything started. All right, before we before oh. we finish up this week, Dave... Mm-hmm. Um, I, for old time's sake, I would appreciate it if we could bring back a segment that I've wanted to bring back for so long with you, but we've never found a way to do it. But, and the segment I'll admit is just okay, but the imaging for it is tremendous. And that's the main reason I wanted to bring it back. So, um, the segment is called Dave, the ultimate arbiter And, and listeners, let me just give you some backstory here. One day, Dave did this bit where he basically t- like just did about 20 solid minutes ripping this person who reserved a parking spot at some restaurant. It might've been the cheesecake factory yes, by standing wall. in the avatar mall by standing in the parking spot so that, you know, the person driving could get the spot. And Dave like said that that behavior was unacceptable. And so then we got the idea of letting Dave be the person that gets to make all the decisions about everything in life and be the final word on it and that gave birth to this Mm -hmm. segment which we're going to do right now called Dave the Ultimate Arbiter. In these difficult times one man
1: has the courage to fight for what's right. We are living in a society. Society has rules. He'll make the tough decisions so that we can live in
0: a civilized world. And let Dave be the ultimate arbiter. If he finds out that you reserved a parking spot by standing in it You'll
1: suffer his wrath. That's against the rules of the parking lot. All rise for Dave, the ultimate arbiter. At least I'm not a crazy person. Well, I think I'm not a crazy person. You at home might be thinking, God, this guy's a crazy person. (laughs) (laughs) I love that imaging so much. God, those are the old days. All
0: right, so I have a few of these here that I got from uh, Reddit.com Settle This For Me, which is people having Reddit decide you know, to settle like little arguments and disputes, but why have Reddit, the, the wisdom of the crowd, the community of the whole decide these things when we have the best arbiter right here, Dave, to settle these things. So we, I have three of them here. We'll run through them with some degree of quickness. Um, but you know, love to hear your insight. First one here, settle an argument between me and my wife. Is it doing the splits or doing a split?
1: Oh, you do a split. It's not the splits. That's insane. <laughs> that's insane. It's just one split. I've always heard as doing the splits. That's like sound. That sounds, that's something that's, if you eat something terrible and you're on the toilet. <laughs> okay. This no, one, it, it, it is a split. <laughs>
0: All right. This one's less of a dispute, Dave, and more of a, uh, just, I guess, good sense. All right. So my friends and I in college argued for way too long about this stupid hypothetical scenario I'm about to lay out. There's a tub of one million marbles. 999,999 are blue. One is red. And I guess you can't see the marbles. If you pick a blue one, you get $10,000. The red one, you die. Do Do you pick up a marble? It's one hundred thousand marbles. You said a million marbles. A million marbles. A million marbles. But if you pick the wrong marble, you're dead. But any of the other ones, you get ten thousand dollars.
1: So wait, that's just out of out of my own right. That's that's like how many decimal? That's like a micro decimal plate? I mean, that's that, like what six decimal places.
0: That's going to be like point zero 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 one percent chance of dying. Something like that. And how
1: much money do you get if you get a blue one? Ten thousand. That's it. That's it. And you're blindfolded. Right. Obviously. Yes, you can't
0: you can't make sure you pick up a blue marble tape.
1: <laughs>
0: that would make this a lot
1: easier. And how many attempts do you get? <laughs> like can you wait do double minute. or nothing and you just wait. keep on pulling marbles. So like wait a like you're like you're gonna be you're just gonna grab a handful of marbles? <laughs> Well, why? well, yes, what is the fine? Is it limit 1 per customer?
0: According to this question, it's do you pick a marble? But you're telling me you might just get in there with like you might just get a sack and just like just pull them all in.
1: Like just, yeah, they just, just cancel lung dead because of a killer virus. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah, I pick a marble. You pick a marble. I think so, but the 10,000
0: seems so low. Well, that's well, that's it. Like I think if it were if we were like a billion dollars, you'd do it. So what, what amount of money would change your answer? If it were a thousand dollars, would you do it? No, no, no. So is, is 10,000 the line of demarcation?
1: I guess. Yeah, it, it still just seems way too low. You know, now the interesting thing would be what if it's a hundred, if it's 99 blue marbles and one red marble for 10 grand, I wouldn't do it. So now 1% you don't do it, but like 0.00001% you do. Uh, i think if it were a hundred marbles i i mean i would it'd have to be way higher way higher mm. i mean that's a okay, hundred thousand dollars one red marble in there 99 blue
0: 100 grand one red one red marble not
1: no this is riveting podcast it by I, the way. just
0: <laughs> i mean it would have to be i mean it had to be like a, it'd have to be like a billion dollars.
1: So anyway, yes, I would do that one and it's a singular split. What else? What else do they have? All right. So last
0: one here. Okay. This one's in, this one's actually pretty interesting. Um, So a friend of mine was driving in the city with another friend. They decide to park. The driver who owns the car asks the passenger to hop out and check the sign and see if it's okay to park there. The passenger goes out to look, comes back and says, it's all good. They come back later. And the car is towed and the driver who owns the car gets a $300 fine. It turns out that the passenger didn't read the sign well enough. And that's why the driver got the ticket. Is the passenger obligated to pay the three, pay the friend $300 for the fine? Or was it the driver's responsibility to double check and make sure it was okay to park?
1: Well, I mean, we're, we're both lawyers, so we know technically the correct answer is it's the driver's responsibility obviously from the legal side of things now from the non-legal side of things if it all depends on how good friends these are right if if the friend if the passenger has been looking for a way out of this friendship then definitely you don't pay it and that's it because the driver's never going to talk to ever again um and that's that that relationship is dead buried uh it i eh, hmm i think the passenger could say well what man i'm sorry well you know then you read it too it's your car i'm just like here um yeah but but, yeah but uh, you can't change the past
0: what's done is done
1: (laughs) dave the ultimate arbiter Uh, okay so does the passenger oh um no driver driver it's You know what? It's, it's your machine, dude. It's your ass on the line. So, you know, you can try to get, some, get something out of it. Maybe it's like, it's like you son of a bitch, you owe me, like, dinner for the next, like, 10 times we go out or something like that. Or just, you know, fine, you owe me $300 in Flanagan's ribs. Um, <laughs> oh, boy, I miss Flanagan's. <laughs> um, pro- and by the way, I'm assuming that's the only restaurant that's, like, fully open. Because, obviously, like, everyone has takeout. But they probably just have fully open and they're just coughing on food because it's flannigans. And when it's the end of the world in a nuclear holocaust, there will be Twinkies, Roaches, and Flanagans. Absolutely. Yeah. It's the only restaurant in the city of Miami that's ever open all the time. <laughs> <laughs> well, um but no no no, yeah. So passenger.
0: So a passenger does have to
1: pay? Oh no, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Driver, 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 driver has driver. to pay.
0: All right. Fair. Yeah, I I'm going back and forth on that one. I feel like ultimately the driver is responsible for their own vehicle, but I feel like the driver does get like one free prank on the passenger, like one opportunity to stick your friend's ham and worn water while they're sleeping. I think would, and, and, and the friend's not allowed to get mad I yeah. mean, that that should balance out the
1: universe. Uh, Dave, this has been a treat as always. I think, thank you, man. I appreciate you calling me up and having me back on. I know this was absolutely nothing like what we ever did for like years, in terms of structure and everything like that. Plus, you know, like I said, I can't really yell and be my normal kooky self because I do have a wife now. that's just sitting outside the door, judging me, everything I say, it's all going on. It's, it's all fodder for later on. <laughs> um, but no, seriously, dude, thank you. And I, I hope you're staying safe down there in Miami. I hope all the listeners, wherever you are around the world, you are staying safe and please do your part of isolating of staying home. If you are able, if you are a healthcare worker, God bless you. Uh, my mother-in-law is a healthcare worker. Um, but we hope you guys are good. And that obviously you guys are still able to make a livelihood out there. Cause that's obviously why you've tuned in. You have tuned in over these many years to Ryan to, you know, actually get advice and know what to do. So, the nice thing is hey at least it is 2020 right dude and like we're able to actually have this sort of conversation use this technology and we see people are streaming and doing things and you can still make money off of twitch and you know all the different platforms so i mean in one way it stinks that you can't get your physical gigs out there but if there's ever a sort of people almost to be set up even i feel like it's the listeners of the show
0: Absolutely. And we here at the podcast are trying to do everything we can to point artists in the direction of resources that can help them during this time. Uh, in the episode description for this week, we're going to provide some links to different resources for indie creators during the coronavirus from our friends at Sound Exchange, from our friends at CD Baby DIY Musician Blog. They've put together some really great uh, synopses, not only of like instructional guides for live streaming, but also a wide variety of free resources for musicians and support networks that exist from various charities and things like that Uh all in one website for you guys to, to check out. And it's, uh, we're just trying to do our part here. Thank you all for listening and thank you all for hanging in there. We'll see you next week on the break the business podcast.